Our planet is in crisis. The climate is collapsing. A great extinction is taking place now. Our species has created this crisis, actively poisoning our own habitat for trivial short-term gain. Leaders and systems everywhere have constantly failed to do anything about the crisis. We are now at Code Red. Survival of our species, the future of our children, and those who share the planet with us is at stake. Can you spare five minutes to save the Earth? Hi, I'm Ray Katz. This episode is called We Listen to the Scientists. Now, what you're about to hear is fiction so far, but I hope something very much like this story does happen. I am working to try to make it happen. I hope you will join me. We have a movement called The Saners. We believe that we can save the Earth by employing techniques like those used by Gandhi to oust the British from India back in the 1940s. You can join the Saners by signing up at the website, wearesaners.org forward slash join. Now we begin. We were told to vote for our leaders and that wise leaders would save us. Or we were told to vote with our wallets and then the market would save us. Those ways did not work. The leaders only cared about their own power and the market only cared about enriching tycoons. So we made a different choice. We decided to vote with our lives. We would follow the authority of those that we chose to follow. And it was easy to see that no politician or businessman were worthy. Nor were any existing institutions or institutional leaders because they had led our species to this dire state, to the edge of extinction. We are not unanimous, but there are more than a billion of us who have made this commitment. We have chosen our children, because most of them have good hearts and the future belongs to them. And we have chosen competent scientists, because they have actual knowledge, ability, and they are motivated by curiosity and not by greed, selfishness, or stupidity. These two groups are the ones we follow and support And no other authority has power now, because we do not take orders from them. We do not follow their rules, laws, or norms. Their ways are the way of death, and we will not doom our children by enabling their nonsense to continue. Their time is over, and ours has begun. The Labor Shift We work to protect and preserve life and nature. We do not work for money for bosses, or for the economy, whatever the hell that is. We provide the basic needs for everyone's families by producing healthy food, shelter, medicine, and other actual essentials first. We produce little else. We do not produce commodities or consumer trinkets, useless crap that wastes our time, that wastes our precious energy, and that damages our fragile earth. We care for each other, not for the economy, not for maximizing shareholder returns, not for hoarding stuff, not for fame or wealth or ego. Our work has adjusted accordingly. Worldwide, 
There is a huge network of co-ops with hundreds of millions of people putting in a few hours each month to produce what's needed. For the first time in history, nearly everyone is adequately fed, clothed, sheltered, and cared for. Because we don't depend on markets to produce and distribute what people need, we simply do it. We don't do it for money. We do it for love. We love our planet, our children, nature. We love the experience of living, and we love our finite lifespans too much to waste waste them on producing widgets or on taking orders from businessmen or politicians or on spiteful repartee on social media or any of the nonsense that came before. Our lives and our work are dedicated to a meaningful cooperation and appreciation of life and of each other. The old world and the old ways, without our obedience and support, has withered and disappeared. The Government of Reality Governments and businesses operated on the backs of willing citizens and workers. Those no longer exist. Oh, there are some old-school bureaucrats and wage slaves, but too few to sustain those outdated institutions. Our actual government now is the co-ops and the scientists who lead the worldwide climate emergency program. We share what we produce, and production takes a fraction of what we spent working in our previous lives. We have so much more time to actually live. We find it astounding that anyone put up with before times. What were they thinking? Always working, stressed, wasting entire lives, seeking an unrealizable security under a system that kept people desperate and fearful and vulnerable. And yet, back then, people passionately supported their own abuse. But that's over. People today find such a thing unimaginable. We produce what's needed, we share, we spend most of our time as we please actually living. We work with the scientists to slash production of fossil fuels and slash production of nearly everything else. And we spend time with our children and help them as they build the world that they will live in. Together, we try to repair the damage that was done by the fools who came before. A culture of love. We erased the institutions that damaged our planet, and we fired the leaders. They were not punished. By and large, they were more foolish than villainous. What sane person would destroy the planet that he and his children live on? No, we take care of them. We help them to live out the remainder of their lives more honorably than they lived the earlier parts. They know their mistakes. They regret them. They need no upbraiding from us. They are spending their final years trying to repair their relationships with their children and grandchildren because they caused terrible suffering to their own offspring, and they finally realize it, and they feel regret. 
But the old ways are gone. The culture of greed, of ego, of selfishness, of grandiose power and fame, that is dead. That was an adrenaline rush, a drug. There was no true joy, no true happiness, no actual life in that culture. Now, with work reduced to a tiny part of our lives, we live and love and create our own art, our self-expression. We take time to see and watch the world. We often just stand together silently at sunset, wherever we are. We aren't marking time. We are living, finally. Our planet. Things are so much better than before, but they are not perfect. And indeed, there was great suffering along the path to where we are today. That's because huge and largely irreparable damage was done to the earth by the fools who used to rule. The earth is not what it once was, and it will never fully recover. But we have saved what we can, and there is still considerable natural beauty. And although the climate is much harsher than before, it is livable. As a civilization that cooperates, we work together to overcome the difficulties. A competitive civilization would never be able to survive this. In fact, they were the cause of all the suffering. We are happier now. We live with a deep respect for nature and for life. We are not hypnotized by shiny new things, by hype, by abstractions like money or religion or ideology. We are grounded in reality. We choose reality. Without that choice, and without our love for our children and our planet, and without our determination to do whatever is necessary, we would never have survived. We would have died obeying the fools who did not value life or nature, people who didn't understand life at all. Thanks for listening. I'm Ray Katz. We have 8 billion people on the planet. Too many people. At least 1 billion of us are aware of the crisis we face and desperately want to help. But we feel alone, anxious, and powerless. But we are not alone. Find the others. Tell them we can do this. We can work together. We can change things. In fact, only we can do this. Talk with the others. Tell them about this podcast. Let's get together. Let's find our way. Let's take five minutes to save the earth.